Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Um... I'm Chuck, the other guy's Kevin, and uh, today we're going to talk about education. Um, now, we changed it up last week a little bit where we kind of, me and Kevin always have this uh, like pre-discussion when we catch up, you know, for the week and, you know, when we talk, we, we both always seem to talk for about a half hour or whatever about the nonsense in the week, and last week we decided to kind of put a lot more of that into the show instead of uh, going right into it. Um, the response seems pretty positive. So we're going to kind of keep going with that. So Kevin, there's a lot going on. So we we've talked about, there's a lot going on this week. Now there's baby formula issues. Is that, that's a big thing right now. What's going on there? Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been, I was looking into that, you know, cause I'm an old man, you know, it's been a long time since I had little, little kids around. Right. And, uh, this show, we're going to be talking about, you know, talking about that sort of stuff. So I wanted to look into the, the, the breastfeeding, um, the formula shortage. And, uh, there's a lot of info out there as far as things you can do, um, to get around that, that formula shortage. Okay. Now, a lot of people, you know, obviously, uh, breastfeeding is the best option, the healthiest and, and, you know, for, for almost every, and you know what I, I gotta but, say, wait, I gotta say like, maybe if there was more breastfeeding going on in America, maybe these kids wouldn't be confused about which gender they want. And we could like <laughs> nip that right in the bud. Maybe it's been right in the bud, the baby formula all along, but uh, that's it. That's it. All right. So um, what, what do you, what do you got? Well, so so the hippies on the internet uh, recommend you breastfeed your kid for two to three years. Uh, 
I don't know. Seems a little bit long to me, but I, I'm I mean, I'm not a fucking doctor. What do I know? Um, but I, I remember when I was in South America, I saw like this this little like seven year old kid running around the, the playground, like bullying the other kids and then runs up. To and then he just ran and, over to yeah. his mom and, and yanked her shirt up and started sucking on her boob. I feel and like I thought we've it was all a little seen bit. That. We've all seen that at some point in our life. Like maybe it's four uh-huh. or five, not quite seven. But you've always right. been like, what? What's going on there? And they're like standing up. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. what the appropriate age is. Yeah, but if they're running around, uh, yeah, I don't know. That That's not the appropriate age. I, I can tell you. Right. I'll go out but on a limb. Either way, uh, it says children are most likely to become malnourished yes. between six months and two years old. Uh, because at six months, that's when you start needing needing to add other things to the to the child's diet okay. if you're only breastfeeding. So, you know what you want to do is start off small. Obviously, um, what what they recommend is is you can do like uh, rice uh, cooked in milk or uh, cornmeal or like porridge, but just small amounts. You know when they're when they're that young. And uh, add things like uh, oils and, and fatty things like that to it. So, um, you know, so they can get a little bit more extra extra calories. Just be conscientious, though, that babies don't eat much. They got tiny little stomachs. So, you know, at, at six months, you really don't need to need to pack them full. They need frequent feedings, not big meals. I always thought meals, you just you threw know? like a couple Cheerios on the floor and call it good. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, they get their exercise, trying to roll around and get the Cheerios <laughs> off the floor, and little you know, dog hair, if you're, if you know, whatever, build yeah. up some immunity. <laughs> if you if you spend too much time cleaning your house, your kid's not going to be able to find any extra food to eat. All so of a sudden, be, they're allergic to peanuts to and God knows what. Right? <laughs> they can't eat bread anymore. Right. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what the hell is going on with kids today. Kids today, though, they always seem like they're fucking sick from weird, random stuff. I feel like peanut allergies didn't exist when I was in in grade school, but I don't know if that's just. I think we I'm just crazy. killed the kids. Is off. it new? No, we just killed the kids off. We just gave them all peanut right. butter. Oh, they just died. And if they didn't make it, they were like they were weak anyway. Don't even. <laughs> Got to weed them out of the herd. No, I don't know. I think I think mm. it is. It's the. I, I think there is something to us giving kids limited diets and then they don't have that tolerance for it. Like, you know how they say if you don't drink milk for a long time, then all of a sudden your body becomes, you know, incapable of digesting it and that kind of stuff. Right. But who knows? I mean, that's just my opinion. And I'm some jackass on the, uh, on the podcast, you know, what is it? We got an email. Somebody said their wife referred to us as the, the two, uh, the two assholes, the two assholes or the <laughs> two it? funny assholes. The, the, oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's something. So, you know, all those two funny assholes. All right. But yeah. So you, wait, you were going to tell us how to solve the baby formula problem. You're like, just give them Cheerios and that'll solve it. Is that, that's where you Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all no, I mean, you I, got. That's uh, what you bring to the table. Yeah, well, you here's the thing you wanna you wanna um you wanna be conscientious of what kids can and cannot eat, and you wanna start introducing them to other foods early on. Now, do you remember? Let's be clear that that baby formula is somewhat fucked up to begin with. 
there was a, an issue with, um, uh, who was it? Carnation, I think. It was Nestle who, who owns Carnation. Okay. They had some, some problems with the baby formula where it was like, had like carcinogens in it or something. So what they did instead, instead of selling it to Americans, they went to a third world country. Yes. Taught all the indigenous people about how their baby formula is better than breast milk. Right. Got all the women to switch to formula and then, and it gave it to them really cheap. Right. And then when the women's breasts uh, dried up, then then they they started charging for the formula that was poisoning their kids. That's good business. See? Good business. Good business. They had to get rid of that poison formula somewhere, so why not give it to poor people? Sucker for every seat, right? That's awful. Kevin, Mm -hmm. shame. All right, so what I actually Um, did, like, have you – I know my sister has a young baby, and and she uh, was going through this and had messaged us like, oh, you know, I'm having a really hard time. I'm frustrated going to Target or whatever and online trying to buy baby formula. And they said, uh, so anyway, it was basically limiting what you could put in your shopping cart. So I ended up just like going and putting some in my shopping cart and sending it to her so she could kind of double up and get ahead of the curve, you know. But it turns out that shit's Mm -hmm. really expensive. Like, dude, I wouldn't let my wife not breastfeed just because it cost me like 50 bucks for... I don't even know how much, I have no idea. I mean, it could have lasted a day or a week or a month or, yeah. I have no idea. I just know it was 50 bucks, whatever I put in the cart. And I'm like, why are you crying yeah. about it? They'll let you buy 50 bucks worth of baby formula. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's that like, much, apparently. Yeah, I have no idea. I assumed that was a Yeah, I mean, amount, I don't know. Right? Yeah, I don't know if fifty if it's fifty dollars now and it used to be fifteen. You know what I mean? Because of the shortage, I don't know what the deal is now, with that. Do we know but, what's um, causing the shortage? I was told on Facebook, and obviously Facebook is where all accurate information comes from. Right, Facebook knows all. Right, that it's all because we're giving it to the illegals. Now I feel like that's just something to stir up hate and whatever. They were like, "Oh nope, we're giving them to the illegals at the border." They're bringing pallets. And I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, really, a couple of pallets of baby formula is wiping out the supply? That's the cause of the shortage. That's the shortage. And I was like, that doesn't sound accurate to me. But, you know, hey, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw. Why would you do more investigation? Little tricks like if you change your Amazon account to Canada or whatever on the bottom, you select your country, then you'll be able to buy Uh baby baby formula because it's only America. The shortage. Yeah, it's only America that's got the shortage. I kind of tried doing that and looking at it, and it didn't really seem to make a difference. Like, it basically just showed me different products, but it Mm -hmm. didn't, so I couldn't tell what was going on. I don't know. just seemed like nonsense. Um, So you really don't have a solution except for Cheerios, though, is what you're telling me. Yeah, no, I mean, baby formula is definitely something you can stock up on, last for a while, but, I mean, at this point, if you haven't stocked up on it, you missed um, it. You know, you should have you been listening to this podcast earlier is what you're saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. But also it's one of those things that it only, you only need it for, you know, six months to a year. So, you know, unless you just have the baby and stock up, then there's not much use in, in storing it for a long period of time, you know? Right. Now I do think, um, there's gotta be like recipes to make your own. Is that probably a thing? 
Well, here's the thing. Babies can't really eat, uh, drink, uh, milk. Okay. Um, they can't really digest it at, you know, when they're young, when they're under six months. Okay. Um, but they can, they, I hear a lot of like the hippies saying that you have to go with goat's milk because that's, uh, got less lactose and it's easily, more easily digestible. Also, that's just, you know, crazy hippies that I talk to, not like real, not real doctors or anything. Right. Oh, you weren't going to say real people. Sorry. I overstepped there. (laughs) Um, no. Well, you know, I kind of have hippies in that that category of of you know they'll tell you all sorts now of you, insane you stuff said, that's not true. You were telling me that the world's gone crazy. You said your neighbors are putting up signs. What's uh yeah? So all right, so little backstory. I, my wife is black. And what she went to? She went to a Catholic school. Okay, with this with this guy who at when she was uh, seven, he was the first call, guy to ever call her the N word. So it was like a, you know, early relationship there. All right. She got in trouble because she, she kicked his ass. Right. And uh, apparently she was the one that got suspended. But right. either How way, a guy, uh, guy moved in about a mile from my house. Okay. And he, uh, he's, he's got, you know, he's got like his dump truck, like painted with, with Trump on it. And you know, a rebel flag so- sign. Yeah, there's a big plywood sign with spray painted on it. Crooked Democrats and... Uh, you know, welfare is not a career and shit like oh, that. Nice. You know, whatever. No, right. no, no big deal. Do whatever. You know, I, I agree with some of those statements, whatever. Um, but I, she told me that she was going to go out and get a, a, a black fist flag, flag to uh, hang up, take our American flag down and hang up the uh, black power flag in the front yard just to just to drive them nuts. I think it's a fantastic idea. I I, I assumed you would. It did not even for a minute think that you would be like, oh, oh my God. If you, can't, if you can't piss off your neighbors, then, you know, what's the point of even living near people? Exactly. So we, uh, we got an email from a listener, uh, Stephanie, and she kind of wanted us to touch on uh, the education system. Um, that's a big, ugly, scary nightmare turns out that nobody. So we've always heard like these stories. Like I know when I was a kid, they kind of tried to steer your opinions, but it was always like the wacky teacher, you know, you'd have the one that's like the crazy nut that has their opinions. Right. And maybe like some of you who are like anti-Christianity or whatever, you know, maybe there was one pushing God. And there's always one pushing like some hippie stuff and one. Well, it turns out the ideas in in the uh, the school system, it, the, the ideas that are going on there are so far out there that the rest of the world have no idea what's going on. That's, I guess, where it's starting to fall apart. Like it turns out crazy right. has taken a dramatic shift. To the the left, like it went way crazy, like you have no idea, um, and that's why, like you hear all these things, and and maybe in California it's kind of more mainstream, or you know you're you're up in New York, maybe there, you know people are a little crazy, but the rest of the world we don't even know what's going on. It's like what, and they're teaching this in our schools, yeah. and it, it's not pretty, and I think it's been. Coming from the colleges for a while, 
And these are the people that are educating our kids. So the list is long yeah. and, and many. And so, I mean, I, I looked up. Like, I could give you a like, hundred anecdotes right, about, exactly. about crazy bullshit that, you know, and everybody could, you know, That's, none of it is, is shocking anymore. The things you hear, right. you know, so there, coming out of schools. There's all kinds ridiculous. of stuff. So we got like critical race theory. You got social justice, mm-hmm. um, social justice, right? So that's a lot of this like Black Lives Matter and, and stuff like that. But it's it's teaching people that they're victims is kind of the approach. Right. And that's, that's where right. I'm not saying, well, Black Lives Matter, that's what they're about. I'm saying that's what the school is pushing. The school is like, hey, right. whatever the situation you know, is, hey, you're you're a victim and you need to be protected and the world is wronged you and you're owed shit. Well, you know, it used right. to be in America that the mindset was life's a bitch. Deal with it. You know, it used to be, you know, yeah, you got dealt a raw hand and you need to overcome. Got to work harder ass, than everybody you else. Know? You right. got to you have these obstacles and it turns out. Like the little secret that nobody seems to tell you is everybody has some kind of challenge in their life. Um, Mm. You know, maybe you're born into money and your parents are assholes. Um, Maybe you're born dirt poor and your parents are great. Maybe you're born dirt poor and your parents are assholes. You know, everybody's got something going on. Maybe you're stupid. I mean, you know, me and Kevin have been dealing with that for actually me and Kevin, it turned out we were born assholes. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of what happened there. But you know, we all have a cross yeah. to bear, right? Like I actually have, I don't have the ability not to tell someone that they're fucked up. Like if I see it, <laughs> I can't not open my mouth. I'm at meetings at work and I'm like, um, excuse me, Mr. Manager guy. Uh, you know you're absolutely lying right now. And I can tell you, just last week, you said the exact opposite to a different crowd. How can you say this here? And then I'm like, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that in the big public forum in front of the whole company. But yeah, I can't you could have just kept your not, mouth shut. Right. But I can't not. And that's that's the thing. But we all have a cross to bear, right? And that's the problem is, it, it's a big culture of well, you're a victim and it's not fair to you and you're owed shit. Well, that's not going to help you. Here's the thing. That may even be true that the world isn't fair to you and whatever. But what I can tell you is it's not fair to you to go through life thinking that other people are going to give you stuff because life's hard. And it's also not fair Mm -hmm. to you to let you believe that, you're the one group of people who are, you know, handed a bad deck of cards because it's really going to mess up your way of thinking. And it used to be that was just my opinion, but now it turns out it's being proven over and over again because these kids can't even function in society when they're coming out of public schools. It's bad. So, all right, you have... um. You know, they say, oh, well, in our school, we don't talk about political issues. And then you're like, well, what about that Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter pin on your shirt? Oh, well, well, hey, no, wait, that's a human rights issue. 
These are some of the things I'm seeing. Yeah, every and I'm like, yeah. Well, no, that's political. It's you know, and everything is all right. Then you have the whole gender thing, gender ideology, right? Everybody, nobody even knows what they are. Now it's funny because they have some kind of the gender bread man. Did you see this picture? I don't know. One of the the no. This sounds fantastic. It is. So what they did is they made a gingerbread man because he doesn't have like parts. And then down where the parts, the parts would be, these parts would be your, your sexual parts. Right. So, and instead of having two symbols, like a boy and a girl, it has three symbols, the boy, girl, and boy and girl symbol. Apparently it's the new, I didn't even know what that was. And that'll be like one thing. That's your, that's your gender. And then you have like your heart and then you have your mind. That's your identity. And it breaks it all down. So you can help discern all your different things. And what's weird is I feel like they kind of contradict themselves because at some point in there, they're like, this is the sex that you're born with. And I'm like, wait, we're born with a set sex. Cause if I'm born with a set sex, then how come in kindergarten, I can't decide which one I am. Cause it was already there, but no, that's right. it, okay. Your mom, your mom could just tell you, right. She knows. Dude. What, you know, one of the best arguments I heard, it was some stupid thing. Somebody shared on Facebook or whatever. The guy's like on a talk show arguing and they were trying to point out what a bigot he was or whatever. I don't know. And uh, he's like, look, all I can tell you is in 200 years, they can dig up my bones and tell you what sex I was. I was like, it doesn't matter what was going on in my mind. It's in your DNA. Mm. It's there. And and they were like, right. Well, but you're just a bigot. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. But anyway, so we're moving on. I don't want to get caught in like one idea, you know, right? Chuck, don't don't you know don't you know that women can have penises and men can get pregnant? You don't know about this? <sighs> That's I, I think I saw a meme. It's the all other the rage day. now. A meme the other day, and it had uh, you know, guys in 2022 and and he's laying next to another guy and he's like, Oh, I hope he's not pregnant. And I'm like, Oh no, this is, <laughs> this is bad. Um, we also have, so we have social justice, right? And that's actually, you know, a big thing mm-hmm. they're teaching. Um, like I'd mentioned, they're letting the kids choose which sex they want to be. There's a lot of the, the class warfare, right? Like, you know, oh, well, the rich people, oh, the evil corporations, oh, the greedy whatever, the, the greedy capitalists, right? There's a lot of that and a lot of how a lot of misrepresentation of socialism in the past and and communism. People yeah. really believe that communism is a good choice. Another thing I find funny. Well, I mean, communism. Let's be clear, though. Communism does work for a couple of years well, there's still rich people to steal money from. Yeah. But after you run out of rich Screw people, those guys, that's when you run into trouble. What is yeah. it? It's Margaret, you know, Margaret once, Thatcher. Once you kill uh, Bezos and Elon Musk. Right. Yeah. Mar- Margaret Thatcher was the one with, uh, you know, the problem with uh, communism or socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. And that's, that's really what it comes yeah. down to. Um, 
but yeah, no, that that's just a mess. So we have all that going on. We have religion, right? Now, what's funny is they want to teach that, you know, oh God, there can't be God in school. That's horrible. We can't, you know, evolution's the only thing we can teach. Well, we're not really sure. Now, obviously, you're an idiot if you don't think that people have evolved and changed over the years, that some part of Darwin's theory of, you know, the guys that if frogs are born with eyes and half of them are born without eyes, the ones with eyes are going to do better, right? And then the ones Mm -hmm. without eyes eventually get eaten and die off and you end up with the ones with eyes and that's how that kind of works, right? Guess what? That's actually happens. Like, it's a thing, right? If you're fat and slow and you live in a world where things chase you and eat you, you're probably going to be the ones that die and the ones that, you know, now, and you'd be like, well, wait a minute, Chuck, have you been around America? There's lots of fat and slow people. Well, yeah, but I said, if you live in a world where other things eat you right now, it turns out we live in some weird sheltered protected world where we're, you know, yeah, it's, that kind of thing doesn't happen. It's really hard to die of starvation or, or get killed in the United States anymore. It is. Be clear about it. It is. It's, it's really difficult to die. And then my favorite, they like to gun bash. You know they're anti-2A and whatever. So the big thing there is they like to paint a story where they actually recreate the Second Amendment. Um, they actually, mm-hmm. they, they paraphrase the amendments in the bill of rights. Cause you know, they're really long. Like right. some are three, four sentences in the bill of rights mm-hmm. and, and they have to just condense Complicated that down. stuff. How could they get through that in a single school day? I mean, there's no way you could cover the whole bill of rights. We better paraphrase and, and mm-hmm. dumb it down. So they're like, Oh, yep. For the military, they're allowed to have guns. We're not allowed to take away guns from the military. And they just reword into nonsense. Um, but that's a thing we, we've talked about in the past. It just, it, it's an ugly world. Um, one of the more concerning things that I, I read over and over again, and it's funny, I, uh, I actually dealt with this in my own life where my, uh, my uh, daughter had a class at school and they one of the big things is, is they sucker you into going to these clubs. Um, and they're like, Hey, Uh you know, if you don't hate people, you should come to the gay club because these kids are being persecuted and made fun of. And you should come to the gay club and just show that you support them. And like, Hey, you know, I accept you as a person and I think you have value. And, you know, so my kid's mm-hmm. like, hey, okay. I like people. I, I don't hate them. I, I don't really give a shit what they do. And, you know, they should know that that somebody's got their back, right? Like, I wouldn't want to see them get pushed in front of a bus in the in the street. So I should go to this club and, and, and show them I support it, you know? And she goes, and then the first thing they do is whatever you hear in this club, you can't tell your parents about. And I'm like, this is what we're doing in the schools. And they're like, whoa, whoa, Chuck, this isn't the schools. This is a club. Now, mind you, there are teachers that are there and it's in a public school building. 
and it's okay being taught in a group where you're expected to follow rules and and you know it's set up just like school but it's not school but it's not school because it's a club so they're like all right it turns out you know deep down you're all secretly gay now some of them they're actually saying stupid ass shit like it's not normal to be just like one gender and to you know go for that that's not normal Nature says whatever, because you've seen like a boy dog hump another boy dog, right? I mean, that's just natural. Sure. It's, that's just what happens. You guys can't see, but Kevin really has a look of concern on his face right now. Um, (laughs) But Wow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this whole thing is just terrifying me. And then it's like, it turns out what it is, is you've been indoctrinated for so long that girls like boys that you don't even understand that you might really like girls. Or maybe you are a boy and you don't even know. Maybe you're a boy and you like boys. And then they're like, well, I I don't think so. Nope, nope, you're wrong. Because have you tried it? Well, well, no, I didn't, I didn't yeah. try well, it. Here, let me, let me just clarify some of this for you. Because I, you know, one of my hippie friends. You have friends. Has, okay. uh, has a child. Okay. So the child is uh, the boy. It's a boy, uh, teenager. He's he's gay. Okay. Um, so he's dating a girl that identifies as a boy. Smart, right? So really, it's just heterosexual with extra steps. I don't, I don't really understand the whole how this you this works. Leaps, like, isn't that right. just straight? No, I okay. did. All right. I did so, read a story on Facebook that was kind of disturbing. Now, for I don't know, I was a little worried uh when I got the email about doing this episode, she was like, Yeah, me and my kids listen to this podcast. And I'm like, Yeah, Kevin uses bad words a lot. And I kind of talk like a sailor. Yeah. And we sometimes talk about <laughs> some inappropriate stuff. All right. This might be where the uh the mute button might want to come into play. So all this stuff up to here has been has appropriate. Been appropriate. Now what you're about is, to say? This is where the line goes a little far. <laughs> so you may want to hit the mute button. I'll say, um, give me 30 seconds to tell the story. And we'll start that right now. So go ahead and hit the mute button. All right. So anyway, so this guy posts on, uh, or a girl posts on the, uh, the, the website Hey, um, I, I'm actually a girl, but I identify as a boy. So already she knows she's a girl. We're going to go totally past okay, the so 30 she's not too seconds. Confused. They're going to come in right at the wrong time. But anyway, so what happens is she's like, but I told my, my boyfriend that I now identify as a boy. And he told me, yeah, if you're a boy, but you're gay, that means you're gay, right? If you're a boy and you're dating me, I'm a boy. And so right. we can only have butt sex. And oh, okay. she's like, well, um, I, I don't like that. And it hurts. And he's like, well, you chose it. You know, you're stuck. And she's <laughs> like, so I don't know what to do because it really hurts. I think I should just go back to being a girl. And I'm like, nailed it. <laughs> but anyway, so. Well, it sounds like she's got a good man in her life. So that's something. <laughs> he's getting- 
straight. And I was like, that's really horrible. Um, I totally blew past the 30 seconds. Sorry about that. You know how it takes me a little long to tell a story. But yeah, yeah. That's that's where it and all comes after- down to. So now, now that we've discussed the problem, and and I guess that's what it comes down to is there is a ton of um don't tell your parents about this. Uh, don't discuss, mm. you know, this stuff with your parents. That was actually one of the things that really upset parents with Common Core was that when they reconstructed the process of math, it wasn't that it was a completely ridiculous way of doing math. It was just completely different. And the parents were no longer able to help, right? Because the parents were never taught this process. And it wasn't exactly a a better plan. It really just felt like it was a different plan of approaching math for different sake. And and that's what kind of got under people's skin. So the idea was it made it that parents couldn't help the kids with their homework. And then the parent, the teachers actually started saying, Hey, look, don't go to your parents for help on this. Tell them they can't help you with this. And then actually it was, right. it was kind of backfired on them because what happened was for years and years and years, we'd been ignoring our kids' homework and not even looking at it because we're like, yeah, that's the teacher's problem, not mine. My job is to make money and pay taxes. Their job is to raise my kids. Right. That's how many people approached it. I'm not saying that's the right attitude, but that was the attitude. Um. So anyway... That, that's what was going on. So what happened, though, it backfired and parents were like, wait a minute. If you're telling me I can't look at my kids homework, I'm going to read every freaking textbook. And that's where it all fell right. apart, because all of a sudden, even though the curriculum had kind of already changed into this twisted social justice, um, you know, the world is crazy. Believe it or not, they were actually teaching kids, and I was taught this, so I know this is true, but that dinosaurs decomposing are where fossil fuels come from, and that's why they're called fossil fuels. They actually taught in public schools that because there's no more dead dinosaurs, that's why there's never going to be more oil, and we're going to run out. Now, that's ridiculous. Okay. Now, now they're like, well, it was just, there was more oxygen in the air at the time of dinosaurs. So that's why it could only be Mm -hmm. made then and not now and something, whatever. But they absolutely did teach that. Um, I looked it up. uh, The Louisiana department of education still has on their site. They're like, well, we used to teach that, but we were just trying to simplify stuff and whatever. I just remember being taught that. And I'm like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. When you teach your kids Mm -hmm. nonsense, then it kind of all falls apart. Like my wife always gives me a hard time because I, you know, really kind of dismissed college and, and that kind of thing to my kids is not important. And I'm like, look, it's a waste of your time and whatever. Cause I see them fill people's heads with such nonsense that I'm like, go get a library card. Now, I'm not saying learning is bad. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the school system is really messed up. Now, obviously, there are schools. Um, You know, I hear all those stories. I used to hear from uh, Rush Limbaugh before he passed. He'd talk about like Hillsdale College and and different places. There are probably good schools out there. 
probably. But I bet they're few and far between. But what I can tell you is the public school system, here's where it's going wrong. All right. They take our tax dollars and they decide to set up a school system. Sounds good. Like we all want people to be reasonably educated, right? At a minimum. We want people to be able to go out, be productive, interact with us not just like animals and whatever. And when people don't have a skill, they resort to stealing and nonsense and whatever. Whereas- And democracy doesn't work well when when the voters are all stupid. Right. You know? so You got to have some basic ideas of reading and writing and science and history and all that stuff. And I can understand everybody contributing a percentage of of their money to (laughs) some kind of basic, you know, I mean- a a basic healthcare and whoa, don't get me wrong. When I say healthcare, I mean, have a health department that gets people shots. I'm not talking about, you know, like, Hey, let's just pay for surgery for everybody. Cause that's only fair. We can swap their parts. The boys will take the girl parts. The girls will take the boy parts. It'll be great. No, that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) I don't think that's how it works, but I mean, yeah. (laughs) That's not where I'm going with this. Where I'm going is like, hey, let's get everybody vaccinated. You know, like something like that. I could get yeah. behind. Um, something like some kind of education system. I can get behind. Now, here's where it falls apart. And this is my, always my argument with socialism. Is you take my money and you then set up some kind of school system. Well, the problem is the government then turns around and says, Hey Chuck, um, you know, we're paying for it. So we get to decide what, you know, goes into the school system. Well, all right. The people talking are the government and guess what government thinks is useful in society, more government. And so guess Mm -hmm. what? The whole curriculum is set around expanding government and creating that world where government is the answer to problems. Now you can say, well, Chuck, I I don't think confusing everybody about what gender they are is really helping government, but isn't it? Because you've created another victim class and I hate to say it. That's a big part of what's going on. And, you know, you may think I'm going a little bit too far, but maybe I am. Let's just go with the government paying for things. They decide what's in there. And guess what? When they decide, you don't have a choice anymore. Now, you might tell me, well, you know, Chuck, we elect the government officials. So therefore, we are deciding who makes those choices. Do you really feel that you get to decide? Did you? Were you like, yes, Trump was my guy. Yes, Biden was my guy. I absolutely want him making decisions for what's going on with my kids. Now, there are examples I understand. You're like, well, you know, it's the Congress and lower levels and they pick a department of education and all this nonsense. Right. But you get my point that we don't really pick who our guy is. We kind of get to pick, Uh all right, out of this crappy choices, I I choose this one. And how many people right, exactly. are really paying attention, right? That's a whole other big part mm-hmm. of the problem. All right. So the bottom line is you're taking lots of money for education out of my paycheck. You then 
I now have less money to do something else with my kids. Um, I want right. to. So you're telling me if you go ahead. Yeah. You're telling me if you wanted to homeschool your kids, you still have to pay those fucking school taxes. Yes. It turns out that's how it yes, works. And did. that is an ugly world. <sighs> yeah. Um, and that's, that's really where it all starts to fall apart. Um, and I hate to all say right. it, if you don't understand that basic concept that we just laid out for you, the public school system failed you. I oh, see how I turned it around where you're like, no, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that doesn't even make sense. No, no, they failed you. They failed you. It's wrong. So anyway, yeah. so now they didn't fail me. I was homeschooled. Oh, A lot of people don't know that about me. That Right now that's raising red flags. Um, yeah, but it turned <laughs> so out. Let's, so let's talk about, okay. Let's talk about homeschooling a little bit. So, so what are our options? You know, uh, we don't want to send our kid to public school. Okay. Um, you know, what other options do we have? All right. So, so, you know, we can either do a private school, right? Could be good. Um, there are plenty of private schools everywhere. Charter schools in your area. Uh, most of them are not cheap though. They are not. Um, so you're looking at a, at a pretty decent chunk of your paycheck going to a to a private school. And that's if you can find a private school that isn't, you know, full of shit. And if you're not Christian, that private school doubles um, in education. And here's, here, here's where that is. Um, Christians. Um, I, I sent my kids for a year or two to a private Christian school and, and whatever. Um, but uh and anyway, I ended up being happier sending them to public school, whatever. There's It depends where you live and, and what things are. But bottom line, uh, Christians are doing it because they feel a sense of charity and giving back to the community and that kind of thing. So you'll end up with a cheaper cost, you know, in the uh, in the education system. Whereas a company that's just worried about providing a service they obviously are there to make money right they're they're out to you know get get paid for what they're doing and they want to offer the best you know i mean in your mind right if you're like hey i need to offer an alternative to the public school system i want these kids to have discipline be well educated i want to offer something better right cuz offering the same why would anybody choose that why would they pay for that that's ridiculous now Right. If you're a Christian, you would choose it because you want different morals and values taught at the uh, at the um, the school, and that's you know your reason and logic. But if you're like, I just want a better education, then you have to pay for better teachers, and that's going to cost you. Um, so all this comes into effect. And bottom line, so New York City right now is paying last year. $30,772 per student to educate them. Now, to be honest, you can get a pretty good private school for $30,000 a year, but you're, they're not right. willing to give you that money back because they're like, no, we, we need that for the system. We need that to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, the state I live in, in North Carolina, two ten thousand. Sorry, it's $10,632 a year. Um, the national average is $13,597 uh, cost per student per year. 
Um, 25 different voucher programs are set up in the United States where they offer you some money if you don't send your kids to public school, where you can use that towards public school. But I can guarantee you none of them are $13,000. I think at best you're in the neighborhood of about five grand. You'd have to look into it in your local area. Um, But giving you something back, to me, that's kind of acceptable. Uh, But it's a dangerous road. So the next thing you run into is homeschooling. Um, I know Kevin just touched on this a minute ago, but the problem is a lot of people don't have somebody at home. Like we all got to work. I hate to say it to make the ends meet. Now, you know, now that I'm older, I'm kind of at the point in life where only I have to work and the wife doesn't, but it's not easy to get ahead. And it takes a real commitment, sacrifice and planning. And that planning may be a great education to become a lawyer, doctor, or become the master machinist or whatever, start your own business. It takes risk and effort. Anybody who's an entrepreneur knows that you had balls of steel and you risked something to go out on your own and do that. It wasn't easy to just go start your own thing and make it work. People always think, oh, well, it's easy for you because you have your own business. It wasn't easy to get there when somebody does that. I hate to say it. You had balls when you did that. Yeah. And, and let's be clear. If you have a friend that's starting a business, don't go over there and expect free stuff. Support them by that's spending not how money it works. when you go yeah. to that, that business. Oh, I thought- yeah, don't, don't say, oh, it's my friend's business. I can get something for free. If they're starting their own business, you got to help them out right. you know, by, by investing in that business. You know? right. Sorry. So we got, we got a little off task there. But that's, you know, that's the thing. So anyway, so you need somebody available to spend time educating your kids. Because if you're not willing to commit time, I mean, honestly, I would say you're still better off not sending them to public schools. But I mean, you know, they they need some kind of education. Um, There are a lot of people who get together in groups where they'll have one parent go ahead and, uh, you know, make a uh, spend time with the kids each day or one person will teach math, one parent and one one parent will teach science and they kind of work together like that. There's a bunch of ways to do something like that. And there is a lot of online um, I know in New York, they actually offered some kind of online school that you could do for a while. Do you know if that's still a thing there, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it is, it is. I don't know the name of the program, but they do. They, and a lot of states do. And a lot of states do where they can do something like that. That That's probably a minimum to get them out of that place. And at least you can be aware of what's going on. Um, but there's a lot of programs. Um Stephanie had sent us a link. I'll put it in the show notes about um, schoolhouseteachers.com. I know they're, they're, they had several, uh, actually it says uh, 400 courses for one price, but I guess it's, it is Christian based. So, and that, that took you K through 12. Um, and they had actually, if you get in by May 21st, they were offering some kind of sale. You might want to check that out. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes, but that's Christian based. Mm-hmm. Um, be acceptable to there me. Are, there are a lot right. of programs out but there, but there's a lot yeah. of programs. So there's there's K12.com, ABCMouse.com, Time for Learning, uh, Connections Academy, Khan Academy. 
if you if you go online and, and look through them, there's a there's a uh, hundreds of different programs right. you can pick from. But look at the program, and a lot of them are are really good. And see which right. ones represent your values. You know, that's the whole point. I mean, if I told you, oh, my way is the only way, well, then that kind of defeats the purpose. You as a parent decide what you want your kids to get out of life. And you need to guess what? You need to put in effort. You chose to have babies. So now you need to put some effort in to, hey. I never would have had kids if I thought I was going to have to take care of them. I know, I know, I know. Last thing. Guess what? So spending a couple of days doing research to plan out their next 12 years probably isn't a bad idea. It's not a bad investment. Um, And then yeah, mm -hmm. you need to look at the programs and see what's available out there. But anyway, you were saying before I cut you off. So, so three to 4% of kids are home homeschooled right now in the United States. Okay. It's not a, not a huge amount. Um, But 67% of the kids that are homeschooled graduate from college, uh, homeschooled kids, um, Regardless of their parents' education, homeschool kids score on average in the 80th to 90th percentile on standardized tests, wow. which means statistically I'm smarter than 90% of the people in this country. Um, but I'm an outlier. I'm a, <laughs> probably closer <laughs> to the 10% mark. Um, How about you can read? So We'll go with so, that. So homeschooling saves the government. $24 billion a year Wow, that crazy? just by people homeschooling and paying for their own kids. Now the cost that you were saying, the cost of, of an average uh, student in the United States is $13,000 per year to, you know, to you, to the, uh, to the government to yeah. pay for it. But homeschooling your own kid only costs seven to $1,800. So, um, yeah, and but- that's, that's if you're homeschooling one child, that, cost goes down if you've got two three four kids that you're homeschooling it goes way down per student i like closer that. to closer to around 300 400 per student I, when you've got multiple kids i have a, a crappy farmhouse if you want to set up a little schoolhouse thing here let me know we'll work it out all right um in the great state of north carolina you know keep it in mind um we'll work something out turns out the busing might be a bitch though uh, I am in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Um, another thing I wanted yeah. to touch on, I kind of overlooked it a minute ago, was uh, when I mentioned the Common Core. So they, the plan was they were going to reshape it and get us caught up with the rest of the world. Well, for some reason, they didn't decide to look at how the program was doing until like 10 years. They said they couldn't get a firm grasp on if it was working. Well, it turned out, there was mm-hmm. absolutely no change, and we're just as far as behind the rest of the world as we were before. Turns out Common Core mm-hmm. didn't help shit. So everybody's actually okay. getting away from it, but a lot of the things kind of lingered on. Some of the things that were implemented are kind of taking hold into the new curriculums that people are going to. But what it right. did successfully do is separate parents from you know from your kids education even more and it's funny because teachers used to be crying whenever you go to like parent teacher night and stuff like that 15 20 years ago 25 years ago they would be like hey you need to get involved with your kids hey pay attention to your kids hey you know if you got into you know what they're doing 
we could work together and produce some great students. Um, a lot of teachers were saying that. And guess what? A lot of it falls mm -hmm. on us because a lot of the parents were like, yeah, I don't really have time for that. I don't care. Um, yeah, you know, right. it's your job. You get if paid. You're not going you to the parent-teacher conferences and that sort of stuff. Yeah. It does. If you're not looking at your kid's homework, it's, it, you know, it falls on your shoulders just as much as the, as the teachers. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, a lot of the reason that the education system is so messed up is because parents don't have time or they don't want to use their free time they won't make to time, uh, right. invest in what's going on in their school. And that's it. I hate to say it. When you have kids, it, it is a responsibility and you got to put some effort in there to, you know, shaping them into something or you're not going to be happy with the result. I got to say, I feel like my parents did not put a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. I mean, they had reasonable values and stuff, but they didn't put the time in, in my childhood. And I'm freaking awesome. I mean, you guys have seen me. I mean, you, I, I don't understand. Yeah, he's not antisocial at all. Not antisocial yeah. at all. Doesn't just hate people. <laughs> um, So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's not right. I, I'm not sure what the answer is. But anyway, that's that's where we're at this week. So um, if yeah. you guys, regardless, though, I mean, ultimately for the takeaway, I would I would say that I would say that investing time in your kids, whether it's homeschooling or being involved in the school or after school activities or sports, whatever it is, the more involved you can be in your children's life, the better off they're going to be long term as far as intelligence wise, but not just test test taking wise but i mean it emotional intelligence um you know physical sports activity that sort of thing all that sort of stuff um is really important and a lot of the things that your kids uh need to learn aren't taught in schools right you know um day-to-day -day, just day-to-day -day interactions yeah, and it is it's really important. I mean, there are teachers out there that are like, oh, your parents don't know. You know, I've seen uh, somebody posted that uh, one of the kids assignments, they actually posted the, the take home paper that said, you know, which one of not are there any which one of your parents are is a racist. And, you know, how are you going to help change their minds? I mean, there's a lot of that where the teachers are working against you. And guess what? If your teacher, your kid's teacher spends eight hours a day with your kid and you spend 10 minutes a day talking to your kid because they're on video games or doing whatever, then guess who they're going to start to listen to? They're going to be like, well, the one I know and deal with and the person who teaches me everything is, you know, the school. So make sure you're putting in the time, you know, and that you're uh, actually getting to know your kids. Because that's where it's going to give you strong, healthy kids. So you guys have thoughts, right. ideas, concerns. You can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Um, you can get in the discussion in the uh, Prepping Badass Facebook group on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Otherwise, you can get, oh, don't forget, you can get badass gear. You want a shirt? Let people know that you're listening to the right podcast. You can check it out at preppingbadass.com. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm -hmm.